I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center. Immediate center. Immediate immediate breaking news. Severe immediate breaking news. Severe weather alerts. Or a weather alerts. Or a traffic red alert. Whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate. WSB. Depend on it. Yo, this is Jamie Fox, and you're listening to my man Mark Aram. No, I want this town to be near you. No gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11077 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday. 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T. Chuck starting to grow that beard back, looking more and more normal each day. Ella on Twitter wanted a picture of you uh, totally clean-shaven. I saw that. So um, I mean, I can shave again. <laughs> Ella's a sweetheart. It's a, it's a, lot, it's a lot of work. i got to get Ella a $50 gift card to Bath and Body Works. Yes, and, I, and you also need... Um... You got something else. Starbucks gift cards. Starbucks two gift of them. Cards, yes. One we gave away to that dude, and we have to choose one for the meme. Yep. We still haven't done that. Tim, right. I've got his info. Okay, whenever good. we get around. To All right, it. I have the I have the Starbucks gift cards because those are strictly regifting. Yeah. But I have to go buy Ella fifty dollars. He actually refers to it. He said if he doesn't get it, he understands the Mark Mark Aram show uh, gift card curse. <laughs> Promise <laughs> curse. Promise <laughs> curse. Promise curse. We'll we'll take care of that. Yeah. Uh, Longoria is here. Stow- We're all wearing green. No, Chuck's not wearing green. No, no I'm not, not wearing green. He doesn't care. I might have green bitch. underwear, but I don't yeah, know. he doesn't care. <laughs> you you go commando. You don't wear underwear. I, mean, I don't. Really. The hot neighbor tells me. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, that's I a weird know. conversation between you and not. Saw it online somewhere. Um, <laughs> that got weird. We're discussing uh, the Adam LaRoche story. Adam LaRoche, uh, former first baseman for the Braves, then the Nationals, now with the White Sox, retired, walked away from a thirteen million dollar contract this year because the general manager of the team told him, "Listen, you can't bring your son to the clubhouse every game. Cut it back about 50%. I still want to play the audio from the Don't the forget about manager. your story too. And I want to I want to talk tell you my Adam Lero story. Um, but I just want to throw this out there. Is uh, do you have a problem with either one? Do you have a problem with the White Sox telling him to stop bringing his kid or do you have a problem with LaRoche uh walking away and retiring? I don't have a problem with either side of this story, and I really think the White Sox are very happy that this is the way it worked out cuz they get to save 13 million dollars for a guy that doesn't earn $13 million on the field anymore. I just can't believe he couldn't cut it back by 50%, yeah. make the $12 million in that. It wasn't it's an all-or-nothing. If He's it was all-or-nothing, I understood. But to walk away from almost $13 million just to say, hey, we got 82 games out of the year, could maybe 40 of them. He's not hanging yeah. around the club. Now, now, I did hear that he has other businesses and other I'm ventures sure he- off the field that yeah. I'm sure he's making LaRoche is a weird dude. Good money. And I'll tell you about that in just a second. Uh four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty. I want to get Bonnie in Indiana though. Uh Bonnie, welcome to the program. Hi, Mark. Hey Bonnie. I think the boy would be better served to have a life of his own. In our town, if you're homeschooled, there are many opportunities to be in sports when you're that age. And uh he should be playing baseball instead of hanging out in a clubhouse. Now he he actually he that's, I'm glad you brought that up. So he I just tweeted out a link to a column 
that was written a couple years ago um, in the Chicago Tribune before this blew up. It was about his son. And the kid does miss games sometimes when he's got his own Little League games. So it's, you know, he does have a little bit of a life outside of this. LaRoche has a daughter as well. And he said, I, if I could, I'd bring my daughter with me in the clubhouse. But, you know, you just can't do that with, with the girls. All right, so here's my Adam LaRoche story. So 2004, the Braves were on WSB Radio. I did the pregame and postgame show. Um, I did that for like five or six years. Greatest job ever. And went down to spring training, Tony Schiavone and myself, and we did shows every night from spring training. And 2004 was Adam LaRoche's first year uh, in, in with the Braves in the big league team, minor leaguer up until 2004. And I grew up watching Adam's dad, Dave LaRoche, was a pitcher for the New York Yankees. So I was kind of excited to interview uh, Dave LaRoche's son, Adam LaRoche. I didn't realize that they were related. Yeah, this but yeah, is, it's I a remember, big baseball yeah. family. The LaRoche Ephus pitch, where he used to throw the ball way up in the air, <laughs> yes. and then well, it was really funny. Anyway, so Adam LaRoche, uh, and and uh, he now, it, he's been diagnosed with HD, ADHD, Adam LaRoche does. Right. Um, at the time, I didn't know any of this, and we're interviewing him, and he. this is a guy who's now in the major leagues, major league baseball player. He didn't know what teams were in the American League or National League. At all? At all. Like he He didn't know. So he didn't know like if Atlanta was in the National League. No, he knew Atlanta was in the National League, but he didn't know who they'd be playing. Wow. He didn't know what teams were in the National League. And I was like, this is a weird cat. This is the guy that dances to the beat of his own drummer. How did you get to that? Like how Your dad's in the major leagues. And he, he was like, well, I grew up, you know, watching American League Baseball with my dad. I, I really didn't pay attention to the National League. I don't even know what teams are in the league. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, this guy, is he dances to the beat of his own drummer. So this story, when this came out yesterday, did not surprise me at all. Wow. And Adam was always great in the clubhouse, great to have on the air, but just a, a different kind of dude. So when, when I heard this story break yesterday, I was like, this makes total sense. If anyone was going to do that... It'd be Adam LaRoche because he just doesn't care. Yeah, he, he he's his own ba- dude. Baseball is not as important to him as exactly people think right. it is. Exactly right, Longoria. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, well, I don't know what." He's like, "Are the the Dodgers are in the National League?" Right? He's asking me. I'm like, "Yeah, the Dodgers are in the National League, man. You're in the major leagues now." He didn't wow. know. He didn't care. I mean, interesting dude. Interesting dude. I was uh, that. You so, could never hold something over him, I guess, in baseball. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like, well, I'll just leave, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's it, not as important to me, whatever. Didn't matter to him whatsoever. Yeah. That's he didn't, crazy. He didn't know what teams were in the National League. Uh, uh, Anthony's in Marietta. Anthony, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark, let me get you off the speakerphone. Please, sir. Okay. Okay, how's that better? You sound delicious. I'll tell you what. That's the first time I've seen the face behind the microphone when I looked up your phone number on the Internet, and usually that never turns out anywhere close to what you're thinking. But I will say this. turned out cooler than I thought, bud. What, what, wait, <laughs> what phone number did you find of mine on the Internet? Uh, that's how I found the Mark Aram calling. Oh, okay, number. cool. Not my, like, not my cell phones hanging out on the Internet or anything. <laughs> no, but you look cooler than I expected. You're cool, though. Thank you, brother. Hey, um... You know, I don't know where my head was at. I was listening to the news, not this time, but the time before. Mm-hmm. And something on the news I wanted to talk about. I thought, wait, this is not open mic Friday. I'm what the heck. This so is, hey, listen, say, Anthony, it's your show. You can talk about whatever you want. Hey, thank you, Mark. First of all, I will make a comment on this guy, this coach guy, about the not being able to bring his kid no mm-hmm. more. Wah. <laughs> okay. okay. That's what I got to say. Uh- Wah. Okay. And that's enough for that right there. Okay. What I was thinking is, 
Korea wants to make these bombs and that will reach it to the United States. Their common sense kind of makes you think that they're contemplating maybe doing that to us one day. So I'm not a warmonger. I really believe in peace and stuff. But if someone comes to my house and slaps my mom, they don't have a war on their hands. So I'm thinking, why don't they just uh, bomb the places that are making the bombs and say, hey, guys, y'all ain't going to do that to us. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with this country? Well, that North Korea is a slippery slope um, because they do have nuclear weapons. That's the sad part. So if we do take action against North Korea, um, and maybe we will have to, but that really legitimately could start uh, a nuclear war. Yeah, which is, I don't. China wouldn't let them do it. But yeah, but uh, Kim Jong Il at this point, who knows? Yeah, but do you, have you read some of the propaganda that? Uh, oh, that's great. So according to, it's great. You think I, he I, went to work with his dad every day? Oh yeah. yes, I think he did. Yes, no, I think great he did. point. I think anybody even thought about him not showing up probably lost so their head. You guys aren't you guys <laughs> right. aren't golfers at all. Yeah, no. Oh, you are. Oh yeah. All right. I'm Golf all the time. So on a par, putt uh, putt, an eighteen hole course, a normal eighteen hole course, par is usually 71, 72, Okay, okay. that's yeah. generally that means. You know, if that's par. Right. Whatever. But that's just par. Right. 72. According to North Korean propaganda. Now, the greatest nine, uh, 18 hole score ever produced by anyone was is like 50 something. I think it's 58 or 59. Yeah, high 50s. That's the greatest score <laughs> ever, ever okay. by any professional in any tournament in any event. Right. right. According to <laughs> South <laughs> Korea, North Korean propaganda, Kim Jong il uh-huh. shot a 36. <laughs> Nice. Including eighteen holes in one, or uh, nine holes in one, <laughs> in one round of golf. Nice. So That's pretty good. He should. He should join the. You would tour. think <laughs> yeah. this little pudgy little Korean guy yeah. should be uh, on the PGA tour. Oh, cool! Yeah. Shot a thirty-six. <laughs> And that's what they're that's what they're spoon feeding the North Koreans right now. Oh, so, I'm sure there was a guy Koreans. out there catching the ball and going, Hole in one <laughs> Hole in one. He didn't want to die that day. He's like, Oh, you got nine hole in ones. You're the greatest. That's the best job ever. What do you do? Oh, yeah. I'm uh oh, I'm the ball guy. spotter for uh, King Jong il Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's great. Oh, Hits the green every time. There's a guy hole catching the ball. <laughs> you did it, Commander. Yeah. You did it. Oh, President Day. Oh, oh, that's fantastic, Longoria. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, you're on the Mark Aram show. Threes, brother. Welks, I'm man. A, I'm with Longo. Kim Jong Un had a ball catcher because he didn't want to lose his food ration for the day. <laughs> They're exactly right. He wanted that broccoli. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm with Armani on this. I I understand both sides of it, and I don't necessarily disagree with both sides of it. But I mildly think Laroche is being a bonehead for giving up 13 million. I, I think. He should have maybe thought this one a little bit through and said and sat down with his son and said, "Look, you know, we're not projected to have that great of a year. The boss wants me to be really focused. I love you. I'm still going to bring you to the park, but you know, we. Well, I'm not going to have to. I'm not going to be able to bring you every single day. I got to keep the money coming in for for the family because if I'm a kid and dad just walked away from thirty thirteen million. I'm going to have some anxiety issues because I'm going to be a 14-year-old kid. I'm going to be thinking, man, I just cost a family $13 million. You know what I want to do right now? That's yeah. a good point, Dave. Can I play the audio from Ken Williams, Longoria? Sure. Right, here's, here's the general manager of the Chicago White Sox being interviewed. It's not the greatest audio, but this is what he has to say. When did that conversation occur? And- I, I, I did, but I want to be very clear on something, that it's not because the young man 
uh, was a distraction, uh, and not because he wasn't uh, well-received and well-liked by players, management, and everyone else. Um, you know, he's a quality, quality young young kid. And I think uh, one day be a heck of a player, by the way. Anyway, um, you have to, as we as we embarked on this season, in the off season, one of the things that we talked about the most was let's let's you know check all the columns with regards to our preparation, with regards to our focus, with, with regards to everything to give ourselves the best chance to win. And um, this is not a problem today. But in, in management, sometimes you got to make some unpopular decisions, um, and sometimes they center around uh, you know. Uh, they center around things that you don't necessarily want to do, but in order to maintain consistency, in order to to have an answer for the next person that comes along that wants to to have his child on the field 100% of the time, and that's kind of where we where we were was it was 100% of the time every day, and um, so yeah, I asked I asked him initially just just dial it back. Um, even 50% is probably too much, but there's a, there's a wide range between zero and 50%. So you know, I was a little surprised at the at the stance that he took. It's unfortunate, uh, but you know, talk about a quality decision, quality life decision, a family decision. When uh, he talks about being uh, there for his family and family first. You know, he put um, he put it front and center, so I respect and admire that. Can we acknowledge the fact that Star Wars was playing in the background? They're at the, the spring trading ballpark. Fantastic. There's Ken Williams, general manager of the oh, White Sox. That was great. On top of these, you got to think about it though for for the kid, like legitimately, uh, that would be a bummer. Yeah. Like you get to go hang out there every day, and then your dad just goes, Yeah, we're done. You know what? We're done. That's like, a great point. Wait, what the hell, Pops? What is wrong with you? I would have taken 50%. Let's expand on that when we come back. That's a great point, Chuck. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. I didn't even think of that. That's a great point. All right, we'll come right back. Throwback Thursday with Sinatra. This is the Mark Aram Show. Very much like a walking night cloud. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, Chuck made a brilliant point before the break. That might That's worth a breaking news sounder. Chuck making a brilliant point before the break. I make whatever once in a while. Where is Hector? <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think about that, Chuck. How pissed is Adam LaRoche's kid? <laughs> yeah. That kid's been living the dream, yes. and all of a sudden his dad's like, "No, we're done. I'm retiring. You don't get to the ball, get to go to the ballpark ever again. We're gonna play wiffle ball." In the <laughs> yeah, backyard. yeah, You know the kids <laughs> little like little league, and that's it. Dad, that's fine. I'll only go to half the games. Yeah, get back in there. What are you doing? <laughs> no, just that kid's been in a fantasy land. Yeah, and now for two he years, just got slapped into reality. <laughs> now he's got to go to school. He's got to do yeah. chores. You know, <laughs> make your bed. Before he was living the dream. <laughs> Every boy's dream. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I bet he was. Oh, he's like, heated right now. Dad, what did you? I bet do? he's not talking to his dad I right bet now. He isn't he's like family first. My ass, dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get back into that clubhouse. That's a great point, Chuck. <laughs> Noah's in Conyers. Noah, welcome to the show. Great. Welks, buddy. Um, be honest with you, I don't blame him and I don't blame, uh, the organization. And to be honest with you, I mean, you gotta be honest, last year with his season, the way it was, 
maybe he was just looking for something to be able to get out on where he smelled like a rose. And to be honest with you, with the way he did it, he's, he does he does look like a dad of the year, family man of the year. So why Except not? to his son. <laughs> Except to his son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might be right, Noah. He might have been like, you know, my career's done. I, I barely hit 200 last year. I'm not going to do anything. I might as well, you know, I don't want to embarrass myself. Let me get out now. That's a good point. Uh, George is in Marietta. George, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. Always good to hear you and the crew, man. Thank you, sir. This kind of hits close to home. I've been coaching some level of baseball in Atlanta for about 14 years. Mm-hmm. And now at the at the uh, 18-year-old trying to get guys in college and stuff and this, that, and the other. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Trib- Tribune article because I, I think that played into it in that the White Sox were really applauding this this piece. They were, I mean, it was big news that he, that that he brought Drake and Drake was part of the team and Drake had a locker and this that, and the other, and it was all great, you know. So all of a sudden, that's precedent for that. And then um, I'm glad that uh, you brought up that you know that Davey was his dad, you know, kind of thing because Adam and I think Andy, his brother too, grew up at the ballpark. Yeah, the the, absolutely. Sox. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of like okay, I grew up doing it. Now I want my kid to do it. And you let him do it for two years, and then all of a sudden, it's not good anymore. And Ventura, who's the manager, was a player at that time. When, when the yeah, exactly. When yeah, so haven't got to hang out there. I, I got to run, George. So I, 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 the great insight there. I do love uh, hearing from you. That being said, the White Sox organization's under a lot of pressure this year. They haven't performed as well as they were supposed to. They were they were favorites to win the AL West last year, AL Central last year, and didn't. And now the Cubs are the darling of baseball, so there's a lot of pressure on the White Sox. I don't blame Ken Williams for for tightening things up and trying to make the team better. Coming back with more of your calls, 404-872-0750. Johnny Kilbasa in a fast food review. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Cain and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Boy, that is Jewish. He packed in the animals two by two, ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Welcome back to the show, 1136, 24 in front of midnight. Mark Aram with you till 12 every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Tomorrow on the show... Lois Griffin from Family Guy. Josh Bell, comedian, will be the punchline. And one other surprise guest that I can't reveal just yet, but it'll be a fun show tomorrow. Who's putting the show together tomorrow? That banana? All right. Low T. Yes. Low T slot in the show Low tomorrow tea, night. So I be, like it. I won't be here, though. You're off tomorrow? Well, tomorrow night. Okay. I'm only here till 8, and then I'm leaving. And then it's your wife's taking you to work day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your husband to work day? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be uncomfortable as well. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't. Yeah. Take your spouse to work day. Yeah, as much stuff as goes around. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> that would be a lot. That'd be very weird. Um, we're discussing the Adam LaRoche story. Adam LaRoche, former first baseman for the Braves, uh, was with the White Sox the last couple of years, brought his uh, 14-year-old son, Drake, to the ballpark every day with him kid had his own locker he helped out he shagged balls he got sunflower seeds um 
Ken Williams, the general manager of the White Sox, went to Adam LaRoche last week and said, listen, you got to cut back on your kid coming to the ballpark. You know, we need to be focused here to try to win a pennant. And LaRoche, instead of uh, acquiescing, retired, left $13 million on the table. It's a pretty interesting story. No matter how you look at it, it's a very interesting story. Adam LaRoche, uh, from my own personal experience, is a different dude. And I was not surprised when I read this story that LaRoche was like, screw it, I'll retire. Chuck had the best point, though. The kid's got to be so mad right now. He's locked himself in his room. How could you do that, Dad? The kid, the kid got to spend every day in a locker room. With major league players. With major league players. Yeah. He would be happily do it half the time, yeah. as opposed to none of the time. Right. He's so mad at his dad right now. Uh, your thoughts on that. And here's the question. Uh, would you like to bring your child to work with you every day? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Did you ever get to go to work with your with your dad or your mom? or Mm-mm. Never? My mom was at the school, so for half my life... She was already there all, yeah. every day. I had to deal with that. Longoria? Yeah, I went I went with my grandfather a couple of times. Uh, my grandmother worked at the college that I went to, so I saw her every day for lunch, so she was kind of there. You know. I remember, I don't know about going to work with my dad, but I remember visiting his office, and I loved visiting his office. Yeah, we used to go, because dad only worked, it was a small town, so he only worked a few blocks away. Yeah. So every once in a while, sometimes, like, right at 4.45, mom would be like, yeah, you can run down and see your dad. So when we'd run around the office yeah. building and stuff, but. He was a bouncer, a bouncer at a whorehouse, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the ladies a, that, that would have been the best nice. place to have a locker. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I vividly remember my dad's office. He he worked in an old, old building. And just I, I can still smell walking into that building in my dad's office, the just uh, the aroma of, of that old building and the creaky stairs and the, the wood floors. And I, I can tell you exactly how my dad's office was laid out. Very... I have I have great memories from that, and uh, yeah, that that was cool times. I don't think my dad would want me there every day. But, <laughs> yeah, but as not. I remember, definitely as a six, seven, eight year old kid visiting my dad at work, and I, I mean, just the the visceral memories of, of that experience is very strong, even even at my advanced age of twenty nine now. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Blaze in Stone Mountain, how are you, Blaze? Ooh, how are you doing, Mark and Longoria and Chucky Poo? <laughs> Chucky Poo, yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Listen, I had a dance in gymnastics school when my kids were growing up mm-hmm. until my oldest was 12, and he said, Mom, we want to ride the bus home. They, uh, they were always with me. They didn't want to go to the dance studio anymore. Mm-mm, nor the gymnastics or the karate. Yeah. or uh, They were plugged into everything. But anyway... This kid was making a lot of money from all these players, cleaning their shoes and doing their little errands and stuff. I imagine he is ticked because he was probably <laughs> making a lot of tips. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if we, I don't have confirmation that he was getting tipped or not. Well, like, I bet he like was. The clubhouse kids, like, and I say kids, but they're usually like twenty-year-old guys. Um, they they're yeah. the ones that are responsible for doing stuff. So if you go to the Braves clubhouse, one of the worst parts of doing the Braves post game stuff was going to get audio in the clubhouse. Right. So like I'd go to interview Chipper Jones, and one of the clubhouse kids would be in the middle of the room cleaning cleats, and mm-hmm. so I've got my microphone interviewing Chipper Jones, and the kid is trying to clean cleats, and he's standing over a garbage can, and he's going like this. 
You know, hitting them together. Hitting them together. So in my entire interview with Chipper Jones, you hear this loud bam, 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 bam. And I'm like, kid, stop. He wanted to be noticed. He wanted his 15 I'm sure Chipper Jones paid him to be like, hey, listen, while I'm doing an interview, make a racket so they stop doing it. not only that, Mark, but the kid was going to homeschooling and everything probably just so he could carve out his day to be with his dad. Yeah, of course. Maybe his father was supporting his son. I mean, he was 14, and another four years he could be getting in position with the big boys somewhere. Well, what, what LaRoche said, in, in the, and again, I tweeted out the Chicago Tribune interview from a couple years ago. Check it out on my Twitter page, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Um, LaRoche said, you know, he he spent time with his dad in clubhouses, but not a lot of time. Like, only during certain home games. He didn't go on the road with them, and he missed that experience of of being with his dad in those formative years and he didn't want to miss those formative years with his son and he said listen in a couple of years my son's gonna be off doing his own thing i wanted to share that it's a great story but the kid's pissed now you know the kid is just like what the heck dad <laughs> dale's in flowery branch dale you're on the mark aram show what's going on mark how are you dale uh i said over work man godspeed my friend well, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, uh, would I want to take my son to work? Absolutely not, for one reason. I work with extremely hazardous chemicals these days, and uh, I myself don't even want to be there sometimes. Oh, all right, uh, yeah. If there's, a, if there's a hazmat situation in your office, you don't want to bring your kid there. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah I, I wear flame-retardant uh, uniforms every day, so if that says anything. I would prefer, like, we have two days here at the station. Bring your kid to work day, bring your dog to work day. I love bring your dog to work day more than bring your kid to work day. <laughs> well, you don't have a kid, so that's why. No, but I like seeing other kids, other people's dogs as opposed to their children. I mean, sure, some of the kids are fine. Your daughter's adorable. Daughters. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, but we, we used to have a guy back in the old building. So White Columns, the building we're in now, I think I opened up in 98. In the old White Columns, which was an old southern mansion, if you Google it, Longoria and Chuck, you'll see pictures. We we used to broadcast out of an old southern mansion with big white columns, and those columns are now right there. Yeah, the upside the down. They're upside down. They're upside down columns, yes. Um, and there was a guy that did tra- uh, news for B98.5, Michael J. Calhoun. Not Donald J. Trump, but Michael J. Calhoun. Not Michael J. Fox. He was uh, an old radio guy. He'd been radio forever, and he had a golden set of pipes. He'd be like, this is Michael Calhoun bringing you the news on B98.5. Didn't look anything like he sounded. Of course. He looked, picture Longoria, radio. picture <laughs> Longoria at 60, <laughs> but right. gay. Okay. And, um, yeah, a gay 60-year-old Longoria. That's, okay. That's what Michael J. Calhoun is. <laughs> right. He was a great guy. He was, and he had the best radio voice ever. Like, off the air, you'd think he was going to die He'd be like, hey, but on the air, he'd be like, Michael J. Calhoun, B98.5. But but he'd get out of he'd get out of breath walking three steps. He had some sort of issue. Anyway, I get back to my point. He used to bring his dog into work every day. And the dog was the sweetest little spaniel mix. And he used to just lie under Calhoun's desk at his feet the whole morning. Wouldn't wouldn't bark, wouldn't run around, wouldn't would just come in every day. And that I loved seeing that dog every day. I'm like, hey, little buddy, like down the sun. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. All right, Michael J. Calhoun. I wonder if he's still. I doubt it. He's probably not alive anymore. Well, that was that's twenty years kind ago. Kind of mean to say, but well, he had emphysema or something twenty years ago. Yeah, maybe he turned his life around after he left here. He tried to sell me a car once. 
after he left or no, while no, he was, while he was there, while okay. he was still there. Well, that's a whole, he lived in a weird house too. He rented a room <laughs> in this very nice, I wouldn't call it a mansion, but it was a really big house in Midtown Atlanta. Okay. And he like rented the basement and he, had, I, I went to his house one time and he had like 12 bird cages in his house with all these <laughs> birds. Oh, I was going to say, were there birds in them? That yeah, would be more weird if there weren't any bird birds. No, it was, it was, it was weird. Everywhere. I got all right, Chuck, all right. try to find Michael J. Calhoun on the internet. Yeah. Right. See, and we found my third grade teacher yeah, who's can. still alive, I'm and sure. I'm now friends with her on LinkedIn. Oh, really? And my mom was like, she was 40 when you were in third grade. Why? I thought she was 80. I was like, no, she was 40. <laughs> she thought she was 80. I did. I really did. All right, let's do fast food review. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram, and whether there's a debate or not, I'm always wrapped in bacon, here for the taken, covered with cheese, and aiming to please. Whether I'm on the air or not, I mean, I'm sitting here in the living room <laughs> aiming to please. Sitting in the living room, getting it on. Uh, yeah. All right, so before we get to the review, Justin Farmer was on last hour, and he admitted to us openly that he uh, goes to McDonald's once every five years. And he said he's been craving McDonald's, their new ad campaign, he likes it, and he wants to know um, what he should get in his fi- you know, every five years when he goes to McDonald's, what should he get? So... I gave my opinion. What do you, what do you think his order should be? You know, once every five year McDonald's guy, what should he get? Who the hell is Justin Farmer, Mark? <laughs> He's the anchor for Channel Two Action News at eleven. Oh, oh I know. How I know. dare you? Throwing a little joke in. I'm so right. sorry. No, I actually, you know, your buddies at McDonald's are at it again. So they came out with this pick two thing a few months ago, right? Correct. Where you could get a, the McDouble, McChicken, and small fries and mozzarella sticks. One of the most, I don't know, under unexciting meal deals around, but it was only two bucks or whatever. Well, that lasted about a month. And then out of nowhere, they changed this Mick pick two promotion from pick two for $2 to pick two for $5. So they, you know, instead of getting the, the McDouble McChicken and small fries and mozzarella sticks, which I think, you know what they realized? They realized nobody likes any of those things. So they said, okay, let's do two for five. Now they're doing filet of fish, Quarter pounder with cheese, Big Mac nuggets, two for five. A little bigger sandwich, but you know, and 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 McDonald's been busy congratulating themselves because same store sales went up like, you know, five percent last quarter. So all of a sudden they they think they reinvented uh, E equals MC squared, and they gave their CEO like a eighteen percent raise because of that. And, you know, and it's all because they, they trotted out the all-day breakfast thing. And, you know, the all-day breakfast thing, if I can make a wrestling analogy with WrestleMania coming up, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's, like, it's like bringing out the Undertaker for SummerSlam. It's like, you, you know, Undertaker usually only wrestles in WrestleMania, but if you need a ratings pop in the summertime, you go <laughs> down the basement and get him out of the box. Hey, I, I understand the analogy, back. Johnny, but... Um, breakfast all day is here to stay. That's not a once, uh, you know, bring it out in the summer. That that people love breakfast all day at McDonald's. That's true, but it's not going to maintain the the five percent boost that it was. <clears throat> I don't I know. Mean, the novelty's wearing off. L- listen, are- Longoria loves the fact that he can get a double quarter pounder of cheese and a sausage and egg biscuit at the same time. He freaking adores that. 
yeah, it's a great idea, but it's not enough to make you continue to go there week after week. Maybe once every two months. Uh, Longoria? I don't know. <laughs> they need to put them together in one big sandwich. That'll be the best. The McLongoria. So, the McLongoria. There you go. Yeah, so they, you know, they're saying that these new Pick 2 offers are just the start and part of a broader value platform grounded in what our customers are looking for, choice. And flexibility. Johnny, I think the customer. Johnny, I'm, I'm pushing back on this. Listen, you know I'm a big, food. I'm a Mickey D's guy. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I, I got to push back on this, buddy. Of course you do. Mickey D's is doing that. You're do, in their pocket. There, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in their pocket. I, no, he's in Chick Fil A's pocket. No, I'm in no one's pocket. Damn you. With the VIP card. I do have the Chick Fil A black card. <laughs> there, is, there you go. All right, Johnny. Listen. Um, happy St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Enjoy the enjoy the. I'm not allowed to say that. I'm no, sure I didn't know that. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey man, let's celebrate uh, <laughs> McDonald's brand new two for five. If you go down and get a Big Mac, a quarter pounder with cheese, or fillet of fish for just five bucks, and, and Shamrock Shake, five. Shamrock Shake, Johnny K. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who the right, hell is that talking? I, I, I didn't know I was censored. You're not Sorry. censored. What, what are you talking is that about? Talking, Mark. <laughs> Who the hell is yeah. that talking, Mark? <laughs> Happy St. Patty's Day, Johnny. All right, dude. We appreciate you, you as always, and... If uh, McDonald's' uh, ad rates are high, so am I. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa. <laughs> at, at Johnny Kobasa. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. All right, one segment to go. You, you got that, right? All right. I just... I have too many headaches in my life right now. <laughs> There's just too much going on. I don't need another thing on top of the... I don't need another cherry on top of this crap Sunday that I deal with every day. <laughs> crap sandwich. Uh, Bob and Marietta, you'll be the next caller. Or you, if you call now. 404-872-0750. Throwback Thursday. Sinatra's junior and senior. This is the Mark Aram Show. And so is love. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Got to be real quick. Uh, Bob is in Marietta. Bob, your thoughts. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, you were talking about locker room sounds. Lately, I've been hearing on the background uh, some hammering sounds. Can you imagine what that could be? Having been in the locker room doing interviews? Hammering What? What? Where are you hearing hammering sounds? Uh, uh, no, at the... Uh, in-game Braves locker room interviews. Hammering, huh? Yeah, in the, you know, somewhere in the locker room. That's interesting. Longoria, check on that. See who's doing the I hammering. We'll, we'll, uh, Suzanne we'll, is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Suzanne. Hi. Hey. Uh, I have Adam LaRoche's uh, career-to-date number. Oh, how much has he made? $71,807,500. Very close. Here's the problem, he though. He left thirteen million on the table because yeah. he decided to just quit. Exactly. I don't know if that thirteen million is counted in that. Hold on, let's see. 10, 20, 30, it's, it's 40, not. 50, 60, 70. All right, it's you, not counted. You've won a prize pack. Hang on the Woo-hoo! line. Hang on the line. We're going to give you a four pack of tickets to something. Star of the show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Seventy three million. Start of the show, Longoria um, gave me the wake-up text. Chuck had something brilliant. You guys will split it. Okay. Half star nice. for each of you bananas. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby.
Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.